So hey there, friends. Welcome to episode 199 of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. 199 episodes. I cannot believe it. And whether this is your first episode with me or the 199th, thank you so much for being here. Today, we are going to dive into a conversation about why knowing how to do something is not the first step and how it can be the thing that holds us back from even trying to move towards the thing that we know we want. Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live and move through a lens of self-kindness. We'll look at the ways self-kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. All right. So today, episode 199, talking all about how the how of making a change in our life can often be the thing that stops us from starting in the first place, but is really like the last piece of the puzzle. It's actually not the thing we need in order to get started on making a change. And I got to thinking about this because of an experience that I had at the roller skating rink. So for anyone who doesn't know, roller skating is one of my current hobbies. And every Friday morning, I go and take a class. And in this class, it is a bunch of adults who either know how to skate or are learning to skate. And depending on the week, we do a bunch of different things. And Last week in class, we were learning how to turn corners. So I don't know if you've ever seen this and, and if you've skated before, you might know how to do it. Um, if you've seen skating before, you might have seen it um, happen. But basically when you turn the corner, like the right way to do it, and I'm putting right in like little, you know, air quotes, is to step your right foot over your left and then kind of like do like this cross step action to get around the corner. Anyway. I had never done that before. And quite frankly, it looked terrifying. (laughs) And the thought I'm like skating around the rink and I'm thinking, how the heck do you pick one foot up and put it over the top of the other and like not just fall flat on your face? But I also knew that it was the next kind of step in my learning journey on my skates. So there we are warming up, skating around the rink. And the teacher says, right, this week, we're going to focus on our cross-step turns. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Part of me was like, yes, this is what I want to learn. And another part of me was like, I don't know how. I don't know how. And that just seems like such a terrifying concept. Anyway, I, by the end of that class, I want to just do like fast forward here briefly. By the end of that class, I was step turning like nobody's business. (laughs) I was having so much fun. I was from, you know, I went from kind of like literally being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not even sure, like, if I'm confident enough to try this to, like, I am I have a lot of room to still kind of improve and to, um, what do you call that, um, refine the practice. But like, I was doing it. I was playing with it. I was not falling flat on my face. I was having fun. I was, you know, learning what it felt like when I kind of overcorrected and and did things in a way that wasn't perhaps ideal. But I gave it a red hot go. And this relates to any kind of skill that we want to take on. And so I want to kind of go through the factors that were important that actually preceded the knowing how. Because any skill that you want to develop, whether it be 
self-care skills, right? So showing up for the thing that we know we want um, or learning how to love ourselves more or something really concrete like learning how to, you know, dribble a basketball or step turn around corners on your rollerblades or roller skates or, you know, anything, right? Like this literally applies to anything. I want to go through what those steps are that precede the how. Because how often do we get stuck on the, but I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. I know for me that this trips me up all the time. So many places where I'm like, I want this. I want that. I want to move towards. I want to experience. And the thing that consistently will stop me from making, you know, movement or progress in the direction of those things is the phrase, but I don't know how. And so it was a really good reminder for me, and I thought I would share it with with you, that often how is really the last part of the puzzle. So what I want to preface, well, I mean, there's been a lot of prefacing. What I want to say first at this point is the roller skating example, A, I didn't know how to do it, right? So I've made that part really clear. I didn't know how to do it. I also was scared. But what I did have on my side was a desire to figure it out. So there was like a spark, a uh, like little niggling of, oh, I want to do that. I want that to be mine. That seems exciting. That seems interesting. So I had that on my side. I also had evidence that it was possible, at least for other people, right? Because I was in this class with some people who've been skating for decades and they were still Step, I don't even know if that's what you call it, step turning um, like pros. They were doing it like they did it in their sleep and it looked seamless and it appeared to be very easy. So I had evidence that indeed, in a you know, they can do it, I can't yet, but I can see that this is possible. I can see that this is a thing, right? So I had the, the, the desire, even if it was accompanied by fear, And I had some evidence that it was possible. The other thing that I had on my side was all of the safety equipment. I wear wrist guards. I wear knee guards. I wear elbow guards. Uh, I didn't have a helmet on that day, but I'm going to get myself a helmet. And so I was – and I trust my teacher. So I had the things that I could control, not to get rid of the fear, because I can tell you with – like absolute certainty the first time I stepped that right foot in front of the left, I was terrified. But I also had controlled what I could in terms of making myself feel more supported and safer within that fear. So a good teacher, the safety equipment in this instance is actually very concrete, legitimate, you know, wrist protection, knee protection. And that applies to other things too, which is where we're going to go next. But I just sort of want to point out that the fear sat alongside those other things. And so even though there was fear, I also had evidence that it was possible, at least for someone else. I had an inkling that I wanted to try it and I had controlled what I could to support me in that fearful state or uncertain state, however you want to think about it. So how does this potentially relate to something in your life right now? 
Maybe as I say that, something really specific pops up for you and you're like, yes, me too. I want to step turn my on my roller skates. Or maybe it's something a little bit less concrete, like you keep talking about self-kindness and self-love and I want that for myself, but I still don't know how. Or it might be I want to be doing more things that feel like self-care and I keep kind of saying that I'm going to do them and I don't. It could be anything. Those are probably the two examples that I keep um, coming back to because that's what I can help you with, right? Um, But it could relate to anything. And what I want you to notice as an invitation notice if, you know, notice it if you want to go here, is that that spark of I want that for myself or I at least am curious about what it could be like to have that or experience that, that is actually the only thing that you need to start moving in the direction of figuring out how. But is it possible that knowing how is the thing that's holding you back from trying it all? And if so, this is just a reminder that the how comes last. And the how often comes with the support of someone who's done it before, right? So like the example of the roller skates, I could both see that these other people had learned it, right? And I knew that the person who was there to guide me was like trustworthy. She had also learned how to do this at some point. She was skilled. She was, she is a teacher. She teaches roller skating. That is her job. And so I felt very much in good hands that as she took us through drills, as she spoke about, you know, the technique that was involved, because it's kind of more than just a step cross. There's like some other things that go on. As she helped us refine that, um, you know, it built, it built on itself too, right? So she didn't teach us everything at once. She taught us it in, in little um, pieces and she tailored it to where we were at. And, and like she tailored it to my fear level too. I am probably the most fearful person in that class. Um, and my arms were flapping all over the place. She's like, you got to stop you're not flying, you need to bring your elbows down. And so there was like this response to what was going on for me and in my body. And I didn't have the whole how right at the start, right? All I had was just one drill, one drill. You're just going to try this thing and let's see how you go. Let's get some feedback. Let's see how the experience is and then let's build. And that's literally what we want to do for any of these other skills, right? And so if let's use the example of like, I want a more loving relationship with myself. I see that it is possible because I see that, you know, I'll use myself as an example. I see that Erica, you know, talks about this all the time. She obviously has that because she talks about having it. I want that for myself, but I don't yet know how. So what is it that you need to get started? Just the inkling that I would like to experience that the evidence that it is possible. And I'm telling you that it is absolutely. And the third, potentially someone or something to guide you. And that doesn't have to be someone external, but it could be, right? So as I'm saying this, I'm like, wow, this just sounds like a long sales pitch. And yes, I'm going to, you know, tell you how you can work with me if you would like my support in that. 
but it can also come in the form of, you know, reading about these things. It can come in the form of listening to this podcast. It can come in the form of so many different things, but recognizing that we don't have to have the full picture to get started. We continue to, to build the evidence as we try. We continue to like fit in the next piece of the how as we take steps in the direction of that thing that we want. There is absolutely no shortage of information about how to do literally anything. (laughs) You can jump on Google, you can go on YouTube and you can find out how to do anything. You could code an app if you wanted to. You could uh, learn what you need to do to be able to climb Mount Everest. You could find out the how for anything that you want. But the thing that comes before that is a desire for it. I don't want to climb Mount Everest, so I'm not going to be looking for information on how to do that. Uh, Likewise, no interest in coding an app. But you might have those desires, right? And the desire itself is the first kind of thing that we need that like, oh, that could be possible. And we all know that people code apps. We all know that people climb Mount Everest. So it's not a, a lack of evidence for the fact that it's possible. It's about kind of getting stuck in that feeling of, but I don't know how, like we should have all the answers for everything kind of somehow tucked away in the back of our mind. And we just don't, we know how to do lots of things, but the things that we don't yet know how to do, it doesn't mean that we can't move towards them. Yeah. I hope my uh, parallels there from the roller skating rink are helpful. And like I said, I do want to offer my support if you know, you're listening and you're like, yeah, actually one of these things that I want to move towards is loving myself more, you know, getting to know myself more, having a, a more best friend-like relationship with myself, loving my body more, having a relationship with myself that is not ruled by or run by my inner critic who is loud and bossy. If that is something that's coming up for you and you're like, oh, but I just don't know how, I would love to support you in that. And the best way that I can do that at the moment is in one-on-one sessions, in one-on-one counselling sessions. And part of what we do in those one-on-one counselling sessions is, like I was saying, you know, in my roller skating experience, I was scared. And so the things that my teacher offered me to support that were different than what happened with other people. And so, you know, that's my approach to counselling as well, is we are in relationship with each other to support you in your relationship with yourself. And so what tools we use, what experiments we run in terms of like, try this, see how it feels, they're going to vary depending on what's going on for you. But that's the approach that I take is like, let's see what happens if we try you know, building this particular skill. Um, We use movement if it's appropriate. We use um, getting to know our nervous system as appropriate. We dip into polyvagal theory if that is um, helpful in the, in the circumstances. Um, And I use a bunch of different techniques as well. So if that sounds like something that you would like to explore, I do offer free 15 minute good fit calls um, just to see if you like kind of get in front of a screen with me and you're like, yes, I can talk to this human and I feel comfortable. Or if you're like, yeah, actually we're not a great fit. Um, so I offer those just as a way of, you know, testing the waters a little bit. 
I'll pop the link to book for one of those in the show notes. Um, you can also just go ahead and, and book your first session if you know that you're like, yes, I know we'll be a great fit. Um, and if you have questions, please feel free to send me an email, erica at ericaweb.com.au. And of course, you can also find out more about joining me inside the Self Kind Hub, where we do some of this stuff, but on a much um, more DIY sort of scale. We do movement classes that all center around the language of, um, you know, encouraging and supporting you to befriend yourself. um, And we explore other tools as well. All right. That is it from me this week. Stay tuned next week for our 200th episode. What will it be? I have no idea yet, but it is going to be number 200. So that's got to be special, right? I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.